football season is kicking off and the gaming stocks, most of them could use a boost after getting wrapped up in the growth sell-off for tech businesses the past year. Joining us, Jordan Bender is a senior equity research analyst at JMP. Uh, Jordan, good to see you. What does football mean for the big gambling businesses? Good to see you, Oliver. Um, if we look back to last season, it was really the first season of widespread sports betting not impacted by a COVID calendar. And a lot of the sports betting companies wanted to be the first to market, to put their product out there, to get people onto their platform. It's a very important time of the season um, for customer retention. And at the time, the product wasn't fully developed and the tools for customer retention really weren't in place. So this led to huge losses in the industry. But if we look to this season, around 8% of the US adults now have access to football for the first time for a full season. And over the next year, we should get that closer to about 50% of total U.S. adults. So these operators are going to be leaning heavily into promotions and marketing and getting people on their platform over the next couple of weeks. Um, and the retention tools, like I was talking about, have vastly improved over the last 12 to 18 months. And this is where we think that the market will be surprised in the level of discipline that these operators will show. And we think that shares will benefit over the next couple of weeks as a result. All right, uh, and uh, MGM, the best way to play this, uh, the other one uh, is uh, FanDuel, which is um, owned by the Irish business, uh, uh, Flutter, right? Irish, uh, I believe. Yeah, uh, FanDuel, a uh, parent company based out of uh, Dublin, Flutter. So yeah, we like, we like both MGM and Flutter. Um, MGM, look, they, they've positioned themselves as the number one iCasino operator in the space. They have a massive database of 37 million people. Um, they have their, their land-based casinos, and they've, been, they've done a really good job of cross-selling their players between their online app and their land-based property, their Vegas properties, their regional assets. And they, re they have really good technology. Their partner, Entain, which um, has been operating in Europe for decades. Um, we really like their position in the market here. They have the balance sheet to um, continue to grow and kind of form a moat around um, themselves and DraftKings and FanDuel from the rest of this industry. Okay. Uh, so thinking about the competition here in the U.S., where does the, uh, DraftKings fit into it uh, if, from just a market share perspective? Are they uh, uh, not chipping away at some of the dominance here? Yeah, if, if you actually look back from this time last year, DraftKings has actually held share pretty well here. FanDuel has been the company that has pulled away and they have been taking market share from the smaller players. But DraftKings, we still like them here. We think that they have their cross-sell acquisition tool in their fantasy database. They have their legacy um, SB Tech technology, which they acquired um, a year or two ago that they now fully have integrated and they'll be able to properly retain and bonus um, and segment their customer database and figure out um, who's gonna be sticking on the platform, who's gonna be the profitable customer. Um, we should expect profitability from them in the back half of next year, um, but we, we still think that DraftKings, FanDuel, and BetMGM, who own about 75% of the online um, sports betting and iGaming market, we think those guys are gonna be able to maintain share here. It's just, they have too big a balance sheets. They've, they've built too good of products for um, operator 30 in Pennsylvania to really compete with them at this point. Mm -hmm. 
So uh, the potential uh, bottom line gains for MGM from online gambling, how does that compare to the traditional business and the actual physical casino at this point? Is that going to limit the potential upside if the economy hits a wall, people lose their discretionary cash flow? The, to this point, I mean, we're how many months into elevated inflation? Um, consumer wallets have been impacted. This has just been a sector that really has not been impacted. Um, the average bet size has been stayed consistent over the last year. I mean, DraftKings on their recent earnings call raised their guidance, and they basically called out that people were adopting the product faster and spending more money. So this is at least online sports betting and iGaming to this point has shown no impact from kind of what's going on in the broader economy. Um, but on the online sports betting side and the iGaming side, I mean, this is a business that these guys talk about can get up to a 30 to 35% margin. And it may take a few years to get there. Um, profitability is pretty much um, targeted for the back half of next year for both MGM and for DraftKings. But if we look out to 2025 or 2027, um, I mean, this can be a business for for some of these guys that they're generating billions of dollars. And it also trades at a higher multiple versus the traditional um, Las Vegas or regional gaming assets. Jordan, any insight into how uh, gambling volumes will fare uh, from here on out compared to uh, the COVID boom? There's a lot of analogies. Uh, between uh, that market and the trading market and it's been very clear how volumes have come down as the stock market's gone down is uh, sports gaming more resilient uh, any thoughts on kind of how the consumer pocketbooks will be able to fund this industry compared to the big boom of the last couple of years yeah that's that's a good question oliver so we looked at the data i mean Obviously, it's a newer industry for sports betting, but Nevada has been around for a while, and we've kind of looked at historical trends in Nevada and what happened during the financial crisis. So the amount wagered in Nevada during the great financial crisis was only down 2% from peak to trough. This is a product that it's a cheap form of entertainment. You can do it from home. There's really there's not been any evidence to this point that um, if we were to go into a downturn that um, it will impact how much people are spending on these apps. So at least to this point, we feel good that if we do head into some recessionary scenario next year, um, the online sports betting will be good. And even to that point, we've seen from the land-based casino business, both in Vegas and regional gaming market, um, we had a bunch of stimulus flowing through the economy this time last year. And to this point, I mean, we're up against pretty tough comps here, but we're really flat to only down 1% from those months, just kind of based on the state level data. So the gaming consumer as a whole has been incredibly resilient and pretty strong, um, at least to this point into the back half of, of this year. Okay, uh, Jordan, thanks a lot for the details. Looking forward to it, uh, following along uh, this season and uh, continuing our conversation. Thanks for coming back. Thanks, Oliver. Yep, Jordan Benner, Senior Equity Research Analyst at JMP. Okay, Flutter and MGM, the ways to play this season of gambling